So let's go to the Word this morning. Are y'all ready? That's a truckload. Okay, here we go. Last days, best days. Why don't you make you, whatever the days are left for you and me, why don't we make them our best days? Why not? Say, I think you're terrible. Well, you don't have to look far to see terrible these days. But you're a light when you know the Lord. He's called you to be light. He's called you to be salt. He's also called you to take serious your faith. You know, when are you not going to be ashamed? How old do you have to be before you just aren't ashamed? Say. I'm not talking about shoving it down people's throats, but why not live for Christ? Why, not, why isn't it known that, that you're a believer in Christ and I'm going to live for the Lord? I tell you what, what he says makes a whole lot more sense than what I'm hearing other people say today. And you're hooked your wagon to him, and I tell you what, you're going to come out, you're going to come out just fine. So that's what this message series is about. I've got now next week, if you think today is odd, boy, next week is going to be your head's going to spin around on your neck, okay? But uh, not really. I'll try to make it simple as, as I can, but I've got a, a message next week called Mystery Babylon. It says in the book of Revelation, Mystery Babylon, the mother of harlots. Wow. What is that? Why do I even have to talk about it? Well, it takes up about four chapters in the book of Revelation. I think we should give it at least one week. What do you think? Let's talk about it next week. Let's make it practical and keep the cookies down here. That's the plan. Amen? So just like today's message, making sense of the signs. Say that with me. Making sense of the signs. We just studied the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I took four weeks, one horse at a time from the book of Revelation. How many were with me for that? You were with me. Okay, great. Today, we're going to be in the book of Matthew 24. Not the book of Revelation, but so much of what I'm going to talk about today, you're going to see a parallel with what we just studied in the book of Revelation, which I think is going to be good. So let's go, let's go for it and see what we got. This message is going to have two parts. The first part, I'm going to talk about all the signs. In Matthew 24. Second part is we're going to look at a parable that he gave in Matthew 24. That Mike can sort of wrap up these signs. So let's just see what we can do. We're going to get her done today. I got it done in the first service. I can do it here for sure. Let's go with it, Raj. As Jesus sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him. How'd they come to him? Privately. Okay. This is something they wanted to hear him talk about. And they asked him a question, and his answer to this question is the longest answer in your Bible to any question that was asked of Jesus. That ought to stick out in your head. Huh? Okay? Say it with me, starting with tell. Tell us, help me, when shall these things be, keep going, and what shall be the... Sign of your coming, help me, and of the end of the world. Wow, what a question. Because Jesus said, I'm going away. They didn't understand it. His disciples. Now, we understand it, don't we? It was very important. It was the most important thing. It was the reason Jesus came. He was born to die. That's why he came. Born in Bethlehem. We're fixing to, in a few weeks, go into messages about his coming and his death on the cross. That was necessary. They didn't want him to go. 
They wanted him to take over right now. They wanted, to, they wanted him to kick Rome's butt. But that's not what he wanted. He wanted to kick Satan's butt and sin's butt and give us everlasting life. That's why Christ came. That's why he died on the cross. That's why he rose from the, the dead. Because you matter. You have value. He loves you. You're different than any other creature he created, you and me. We're made in his image and in his likeness. Isn't that crazy? And he loves us that much. That is the gospel. Amen? So that's how you get to heaven. That's how you get your sins forgiven, by putting your faith in Christ. Well, he said, i got to go. They said, well, when are you coming back? And what are the signs? What can we be looking for when you return? That's the, that's the table we're setting right there. Y'all good so far, yes or no? Are we good? All right, let's go. Let's see what we can find. So, now here's the question. Do we know when Jesus will return or when the end of the world will be? Here's the answer. Say it loudly. One, two, three. Any pastor that says he knows is a false prophet. Doesn't mean they're not, they're not teaching the Word. Many of them are. And they're, I don't know if they're longing to, for him to come back or what it is. or I have no idea. But I've seen a lot of kooky people, though. A lot of kooky people when it comes to the subject of Christ's return and signs of the last days, there are some really, some crackpots out there, okay? And there's also a lot of money to be made. People are interested in this subject. A lot of books are sold, videos are made, a lot of offerings are given. Anytime you get that, you can get some, you get some goofy stuff going on. So what's the Bible say, though? That's what I like. Let's, let's stay with the Bible. Say that scripture with me. But of that day and that hour knows, no, no, not even the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. So do we know when Christ is coming again? Do we know when the end of the world is going to be? We're getting a series called Last Days, Best Days. I mean, I'm trying here, but do we know? The answer is no, we don't know. Say these three points with me. No man knows. No angel knows. Not even the Son of Man knows. Yeah, but you know. (laughs) Angels don't know. Nobody else on the planet ever lived knew. Even the Son of Man don't know, but somehow you got a direct line to God. I don't think so. I think you're a nut. Got it? Let's stay with the Bible. Does that mean He's not coming? No, it doesn't mean that. He is coming. Is the end of the world going to happen? It is going to happen. Just like the Scriptures teach. Oh, you don't believe the Bible. I believe all of it. And quite frankly, uh, He's got an excellent, perfect track record. We need to listen to him today. Let's see what he said. So what did Jesus say? What did he say about the signs of his coming and the end of the world? In Matthew 24, we're fixing to unpack it. What did he say? Verse 20, uh, uh, chapter 24, verse 4, Jesus answered them and said, Take heed that no man deceive you. Has there been a lot of deception on this subject? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Take, take, take heed no man deceive you. So take heed. That word literally means keep your eyes wide open. Keep your eyes wide open. I want you to do that with this message today. Keep your eyes wide open. Because I can slip over there into cuckoo land. Keep your eyes wide open. Let's see the scriptures today. Let's see the points that I made about the signs of the end times. And let's see if they line up. That's okay. So let's make some sense now of Matthew 24. They ask him the question, when are you coming again? And what are the signs? of your return of the last days and the end of the world. So here they are. Here's the signs. We're ready to rock and roll, Rise. Let's, let's put it up there. You're going to see some signs. Here's sign number one. Deception. 
For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall do what? Deception will happen in the last days. What does that sound like? The white horse. Yes, absolutely. Over in Revelation, the first horse of the, of the uh, apocalypse. So deception. People are desperate for leadership, especially politically and religiously. I mean, we are starving to death, even right now, in our country and in the world for leadership. This looks like Putin just has a green light. Go in there and bomb the snot out of people and do what you want to do. But we're not going to let you bank and stuff like that. I mean, we, it's really a mess, that situation. That's just one situation. A lot of deception. How many in the last few years you've seen deception on the rise? How many would raise a hand and say, I mean, it's a, we're being deceived more and more than ever. And that are, that's you raising your hands. So I've got to put a check mark on this sign. Signs of the last days, there'll be deception. Is there a lot of deception today in our world? Yes or no? You might say, well, there's always been deception. But guys, this is today that we're living in. There's deception on steroids today. It's unbelievable. You can't believe anybody. Yeah, it's hard to believe anything, isn't it? Yes or no? I mean, a year and a half ago, gas was $1.80, $1.90. But it's not our fault. I don't believe that. I don't care if you like it or not. I got a brain. You know, it, it isn't like we just picked up production, I mean, and using it like three times as much as we used to. No, that's not what happened. And now they're trying to spend just gas alone. It was Putin. Gas was high before. Where were you at? Say. I'm just using that as an example. People will say anything today. To, to run for cover. I said, just tell us the truth. Is there oil here in this country? Can we drill? Yeah. Then why don't you do it? Yeah, I think you should. I think it's right. Just talking about that. But there's deception. There's deception. You know, because it's going to kill our planet. But now, wait a minute. You mean we can drill oil and do it better than some other place and cleaner? But because we're hypocrites, we'll buy it from somewhere else where it's dirtier. See, that's deception. Did you see how we did that? That's just one small thing, guys. Media is deceptive. Social media is deceptive. The church is a liar. Much of the church today is lying to people. Preaching a gospel, that's not the Word of God. That's called deception. But the entire world... You think believing in Islam is going to get you to heaven? It's not. It's deception. Oh, you can't say that. Why? It's not true. God had one son, not nine. Mohammed's not his son. Mohammed got married to a nine-year-old. Let that sink in your head. He conquered with the sword. I'm just... There's so much deception. Last days. And when politics and religion are blended together, it's, it's amazingly powerful. And that seems to be what will happen and is happening in these last days. Deception. Let's look at another sign. Dissension. What does that sound like? Which horse? The red horse. Remember? You shall hear of what? Wars and rumors of wars. That's what the red horse, second horse of the apocalypse, book of Revelation, represented war. Jesus said there will be wars and rumors of wars in the last days. See, uh, that you, see that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. 
So here's the question. Is there dissension in our world today? Yes or no? You could say, yeah, but there's always been dissension. I'm not arguing if it always has been or hasn't been. But I'll tell you one thing that's happening right now. See, World War II happened. How many this week heard somebody on the news, somewhere, some way, some news channel, radio, you read it in a paper, somebody mentioned World War III? Let me see your hand. That is crazy. You never heard that, did you? Yes or no? How many of you read something, heard something, heard some newscast, could be liberal, it could be conservative, but they said something about nuclear weapons or a nuclear holocaust? Look at that. See, that's the difference today. World War II... There was not a Russia armed with nuclear weapons. China, well, yeah, but we're bigger and better than them. We got about 1% more nuclear weapons than Russia has. We got maybe 2-3% more than China has. And those two are hooked at the hip. It's just a crazy time we live in, yes or no? And they're saying, Putin's a madman, he's a madman. Well, he looks like a madman, but if he's a madman, that should make you even more fearful. Because that madman has the power to do something crazy. Okay? And whether you like it or not, I'm not trying to be unkind, but our president right now is not the sharpest guy. And that's not being ugly. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm not trying to be ugly. I think, I think we ought to have the best, the brightest minds. I think we live in a crazy world right now. You hear me or not? And not just somebody reading something all the time. And that's just not, that's not being ugly. That's a God on His truth. Now, if you don't see it that way, you, I don't know why you don't. Why don't you go to a class or go to a church where the pastor, all he does is stand up and read, 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 read. See how you like it. Well, we ain't that thrilled with it as a country either. Got it? Say. These are perilous times. Yes or no? We need truth, man. But there's dissension. These are tough times right now. You're seeing it on Ukraine, and it is being shoved and shoved and shoved. Every news channel. Don't hardly hear anything about inflation at 8%. Is that true or false? And that's not counting the rise in fuel. You mean, so if you add this one to that one, what? They say it's more like 16%. Deception, dissension. Nation will rise against nation. Kingdom against kingdom. We have a divided nation ourselves, yes or no? Of course it's the truth. Are these the last days? All I'm saying is it sure feels like it, based on the Scripture. Wars and rumors of wars. You ever heard of them lately? And you're just hearing what you want to hear, what they want you to hear. Not telling about Yemen. They're not talking about Ethiopia. They're not talking about other places on the planet where things are happening. Devastation. Where's that come from? Say it with me. And there shall be what? What does that one look like? The third horse or the black horse. Remember? This isn't that far out. Deception, deception, then wars, and wars leads to devastation and famine and people starving to death. Isn't that some of the images we're seeing now on our TV? Yes or no? I'm not saying it's the images we see here. No, we're in America. But a lot of people are being devastated. Not just there, all over our world. And there will be famines in the last days. Another sign, disease in the last days. 
What's the word? And what? What's another word? We learned it last week. For that word, pestilence, there's another word. It means what? Death. Death. Which horse was that? The pale horse. White, red, black, pale. Now, if you haven't been with me, I know you're here. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. They do because we went through it. So what you're seeing here is what happened in the book of Revelation is lining up with the book of Matthew. Is that clear? So pestilences or disease. We also saw this last week. And earthquakes in different places. Have you ever heard of an earthquake? You might not know this, though, unless you were here last week. There were about 50 recorded from 1900 to 1950. There were about, I don't have it in front of me, but let's, let's just call it about 100 from 1950 to 2000. So it's picked up some double the speed. How many from 2000 to 2022? Over 300. That's earthquakes in different places. Natural disasters. I was in shock years ago in like 04, 05 or something like that when a giant wave wiped out 500,000 people. Y'all remember the tsunami or not? Or did I make that up? How many were like me? What? Last days, end times. Are these the last days? I think they are, but that's okay. I don't know when the Lord's returning. All I know is when I look at the signs, I'm not seeing any yet that are far out kooky. Amen or oh me? Let's keep looking. Well, the intensity picks up in the book of Matthew. Let's keep rolling. Death. That is number four horse was what? The pale horse equals what? Death. But back in Matthew, then they shall deliver you. I don't know if you remember last week with the pale horse, I kept going and talking about those that have been killed and their souls were under the altar and they were crying, how long till you judge, O Lord? And persecution will come. That's what he says here. They ask him, when you come in again, well, they shall deliver you up to be afflicted. They shall kill you. You shall be hated of how many nations? All nations for my name's sake. Does a large part of the planet today hate Jesus Christ in the name of Christ? Is that a fair? Is that yes or no? Of course it is. You think a great part of this country does as well? Absolutely. How many in Washington do you think? How many on the media? How many on social media? I'm just throwing it out as a question. Persecution. We live in the freest, greatest country on the, on the face of the earth. You cannot judge the rest of what's happening in the world by living here. Because you got it made. Let's thank Him for it. Come on, can we thank the Lord that I live here? I live here. But persecution. Are people being persecuted on our planet today? Yes or no? What if you're a Christian, a vocal Christian in Saudi Arabia? How is it going to work out for you? Absolutely. Many countries of the, of the world today. Last day's signs. I'm just trying to make some sense of them. Look at this one, disloyalty. Now, a lot of these are my words. I'm trying to get it to let you understand what it's saying. Then shall many be offended and betray one another and shall what? So offending, betraying, and hating shall be a sign of the last days. I have never seen in my lifetime the hating 
Now, I know there's been times of hate in our country. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, there's just there's families that are hating one another. They hate each other in Washington. Then they try to act like, oh, we're good. We, get, we go out to eat together. You're idiots. I mean, really, we're friends. We just don't agree. You hate each other, and you're getting nothing done. That's, the, that's where we live today. Whether you believe me or not, that's fine. You can give this passage message sometimes. See how you do. But look at COVID. COVID. Have you ever seen such hatred came out during COVID? Families won't see each other. Families split because of COVID. Churches quit opening. Churches split. Acting like we, we scientists. What we ought to do is act like Jesus and love people. Okay? It's crazy. A lot of hating. Have you ever lived in a time in your life where people have been so offended as today? Yes or no? Yes or no? Is it true or not? I mean, it's offended. We're just offended. It used to not be that people would get up and walk out of church. we got such big babies today. You can't even sit through one of my messages on your tail till I get done. Now, I'm offended. Well, good. Grow up. Be stronger. Maybe you might ought to hear something other than what you listen to all the time. That's okay. You don't have to agree with everything I said. That's fine. But to be so... I offended you. Take a number, okay? I mean, whatever. I'm serious. Yes or no? Amen. I mean, it's offensive to, you know, if you believe in male and female. That defends me. That's... That's what you are. I'm, am I telling the truth? And hating. Hating. Everything's hate speech. This is hate speech. I'm sure what I've said is hate speech. According to somebody today. That's a sign of our last days, man. Oh, boy. Whew. Delusion. Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many false religions. But there's a lot of delusion today. Y'all hear me or not? Do you feel like today you just want to say, those people are smoking something? I mean, people just aren't. I mean, it seems like the times in which we live, people are delusional. Like even our government, our country. I didn't plan on this being a message on our government, but we were doing it with Trump as well. I mean, just shut down our country. We'll be fine. How'd that work for us? And then we'll just send people checks. We'll give them checks. Put some checks. How'd that work for you? And now chicken's $20. How'd that work for you? We are delusional. You know what's not delusional? Get a job. Work. <laughs> I mean, Really? Last days, false religion. I'm good. I can go to heaven. I can hum on a beach and get to heaven. You're not getting anywhere. Jesus Christ is the only way to God to follow. So many false religions, even churches today, big churches, will get up here and just talk to you how good you are and make yourself feel better. That's not what church is about. We're to go into all the world and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why we're here. We're not delusional. I'm a little bit touched, but not delusional totally. Keep going. Defection. And because iniquity shall abound, say it with me, the love of many shall what? Last days will be a coldness. Churches that used to preach the gospel won't. 
People that used to stand for Christ won't. People that used to love each other won't. Iniquity will abound. Our love will... Sign of the last days. Defection. Pop that back up. Lawlessness. How many in your lifetime you've not seen the lawlessness that you're seeing today in your world? Can you say, just in this country, yes or no, is that a truth or a lie? Nothing to see somebody. See it on TV all the time. Somebody just walks up to somebody because they want to and just beats them in the head. They're leaving trunks open in certain parts of our country so they can go and steal the stuff and not tear up their car. We're crazy. Lawless, cold-hearted. Y'all hear me? Does this sound all made up? Clark's making up stuff today. Now, you're looking at me really funny. You, right there. You. You're looking at me like, no, not your, you. Her. You're looking like, are you okay, though? Okay. It's going to get, I know, it's going to get worse. Here we go. Making sense of the signs. Declar- Here's the good news. These are all Jesus' signs. Every one of those were in the Scriptures. Every one of them. I didn't even go out of order. Here's the last sign. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel, Jesus Christ loves you. He died on a cross. He rose from the dead. That's how you get to heaven. That's how you get your sins forgiven. This gospel shall be preached in all the world. Was it preached in all the world when we was talking to his little disciples privately? Yes or no? No! He didn't even get out of Jerusalem hardly yet. This was a prophet. This was one of the signs. The gospel will be preached in all the world for a what? Witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Let me ask you a question. Has the gospel been preached around the world? Oh, Absolutely. Can people get online and hear this message today? Oh, absolutely. Our churches, uh, the United States was responsible for about 95% of all missions around the world. Have you ever thought why the United States even existed? Could it be our forefathers came here for a free land and God had a plan to use that nation to send the gospel around the world and the last days would come and people will have heard? We're not living in the dark ages. I mean, there's a lot of information out there. So that was one of the signs. So the gospel we preached throughout the whole world. So those are signs of the last days. How'd we do? I mean, yeah, they're not, they're not, I didn't think they're that kooky. Joe, hear me? Ooh, monsters are coming. And did I say anything like that? Almost every one of those things I said, if not all of them, are happening. Yeah, but why don't you live for the Lord? Why don't you look at your world and look at what Jesus said and go, man, I need to get my act together. I need to forgive. I need to start living for Him. I need to confess my sins every day, multiple times a day. I need to pray. I need to be that salt and light. I need to be happy. This is what messages like that should do for you, not make you feel horrible. All I did was read the paper to you. Let's keep looking. Almost done, Raj. Those are not grape leaves. Those are what kind of leaves? Fig leaves. Huh. 
Fig leaves? Clark, what are you doing? We're going to end. We're going somewhere. Can you put the signs on those leaves for me? Thank you. Wow, the leaf is getting full, ain't it? Keep going. Hmm. All righty. And then finally, those are the signs that Jesus gave. See them? Pretty clear. But why the fig leaves? I'm glad you asked. What chapter is that, Matthew what? What chapter were we just in? So this goes together. Okay? Jesus said to his disciples, learn a parable. He just gave the signs. He answered their question. Learn a parable. Learn a teaching of the fig tree. Now, the fig tree was very common. It was something they would have seen. It might have been right there, and he just pointed to it. No problem. He was always trying to teach. But there was a little bit deeper something fixing to happen here. When the branch is yet tender and puts forth leaves, you know what? Don't we know that even as common sense? Yes or no? Well, the leaves are coming out on the plants. It must be December. That's not what he's saying, okay? When common sense makes sense, seek no other sense. Say that with me. When common sense makes sense, seek no other sense. So, you know summer's near when you see these leaves coming out. So likewise, when you shall see all these things, know that it is what? Even at the what? Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass. When these signs are happening, this generation shall not pass until all these things be what? Fulfilled. Heaven and earth will pass away. Say that with me one more time. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. And he hits it one more time. But at that day and hour knows no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Now we're going to finish right quick. Don't leave on me. Here we go. This is it. The big finish. Here we go. The fig tree. The parable of the fig tree. Can y'all just be honest with me? How many in this room would say, I've heard a teaching at some place in my life before on the parable of the fig tree? Can I see some hands? Some, there's a little bit out here. Mm, a third, maybe the audience. It's okay. What does that mean? Well, it means common sense. First of all, common sense. When you see all these things happening, summer's near. What I've been talking to you is near. Is that what he said? When you see the leaves, summer is near. But there have been a lot smarter people than me that have studied this passage and can compare Scripture with Scripture and look deeper because the parable will often have a deeper meaning and a hidden meaning and a true meaning. So the parable of the fig tree is a vivid and understandable illustration. It was to help the disciples, not to what? So the parable of the fig tree, just real fast, and we're done. What does that parable mean? 
Well, when common sense makes sense, they ignore the sins. It means when you see these things happening, know that it's at the door. My coming is at the door. It's very near. Is that what it said? That's exactly what it said. By looking at the signs today, would you say that our view should be, after looking at the signs, that his coming is very near? Is that a reasonable explanation? I mean, is that reasonable? No, it's not even re- I think it's reasonable. Even at the door. Three views of this parable of the fig tree. And all of them have to do with Israel. The nation of Israel. Have you ever heard of Israel? Is Israel God's chosen people? Is, was there a man named Abraham and through Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and David we came, came Jesus? Is that the way this happened? They're important. They've always been important. They're still important. Last time. Here we go. Three views of the parable. What does this mean? Number one. Jesus was coming back and very soon. And this generation speaks of the disciples that he was speaking to and they would not pass away before he returned. Well, that can't be the right view no more. Because they're dead. They're in heaven with the Lord. Did I lose you on that first view? Because he said this generation should not pass till you see all these things fulfilled. Number two, parable of the fig tree. The word generation, he said here, speaks of Israel, and Jesus would return before Israel would die out. He also gave a, par- he also gave a, a, a prophecy when he had, talked to the disciples. He said that the temple would be destroyed. Do you know when the temple was destroyed that Jesus talked about? It was in A.D. what? Seventy. Who destroyed it? What was the man's name? Titus. See, this is history. I didn't make this stuff up. And then Israel was dispersed into all the world. Killed. Did you know a lot of uh, uh, Jewish people are in Ukraine, Poland, Russia, Germany? Of course, here. All over the world. Why? They didn't want a vacation. They were forced out. So that, that one can't be true. Number two. Because the temple was destroyed and they were obliterated. But wait a minute. View number three. And that's been the view of many solid Bible scholars, not just crazy people like me. People that spend their time, give their lifetime to study the Scriptures. The fig tree speaks of who? And began being fulfilled in 1948. What happened in 1948? Israel was reestablished as a nation. It's never happened before. Or a people... I mean, other nations have come up and this, that, and the other. But this was a specific land with a specific race of people, and they went back to that same land. That is crazy. And they didn't go back just, you know, working at it. What happened before 1948? His name was who? Hitler. Annihilated over six million of them. And it was actually Hitler doing what Hitler did that brought the world together that paved the way and opened the door for Israel to be back in their land. A man named Hitler. Crazy. Have I lost you so far? So the third view is the fig tree speaks of Israel and began being fulfilled in 1948 when Israel was reestablished as a nation and the generation living at that time would not pass before Jesus Christ returned. But now that's my notes. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't agree with my own notes. I shouldn't have said it that way. 
what I should have said, this generation living at that time would not pass before these things shall be fulfilled. Okay? What do I mean by that? I think we can be alive like we are now, seeing the things we might say, but some of us might pass away. I get that. I get that. But that's not saying that his return is not right there or real close. Does that make any sense? So that's the view I have. I believe this fig tree speaks of Israel. I believe it is the view that when Israel was put back in the land, I believe that's a miracle. I believe it's an incredible miracle that happened before our very eyes. Who's our number one ally over there? What's their name? Israel. Isn't that the truth? Who's probably the most hated nation other than us on the planet? Take a wild guess. Do you not find this interesting? We're done. It's a very popular view. The average lifespan, I want to close with this today. The average lifespan is really not 77 years. It's more like 78, 79 years for a man now. The average lifespan of a woman is not 81. It's more like 82 now. 83? Great. Let's do this. How about we take 79, 82, and we just squish them together and say 80. Say 80. And Israel became a nation in 48. Can we just say 50 for the sake of my little talk? 1950. What's 1950 plus 80? Come on. 2030. I'm worried about you. What I'm saying is this fits. It fits. Am I saying Christ is coming today, the end of the world? I'm not saying that. But I am saying this. We're living in a very, 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 very uh, unusual time. Just listen, one last question. Think about how much your world has changed from 1950 to 2022. Has not even the changes we've seen in our lifetime been apocalyptic at times? I close with this. The head of NATO said the other day, the best thing that Putin ever did for us was invade Ukraine. I mean, that's what he said. And I see where he's coming from because it brought NATO what? Together. To me, that's a sign of end times right there. That we'll have a one-world government. We already have a one-world government to a certain extent. We're not doing anything without asking this one over here and this one over here. That was not what America used to do. You want to have sense, but you still got to lead, right? Yes or no? We also have a one-world currency. No, we don't. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. People watching us today online can be in another country. They can go online and give online, and that money will come in to us into our bank account as dollars. We live in a world today where we could be cut off the Internet, just be cut off. You would have no money. We are the, I'm saying, is this possible what I said today? Okay. Do you think I've lost my mind? Mr. New Mexico people, how y'all doing? Grew up here in Inglewood. Where are you from, sweetie? From Mexico, New Mexico. Okay, cool. Uh, how did this, does this make any sense to you today? Okay. And you know, I'm, you're from Inglewood like I am, right? We're not the brightest people, are we? Big firefighter from New Mexico. I love you, buddy. But my point is, though, I hope this wasn't so heavy that it didn't make sense to you. You hear what I'm saying? 
Let's thank the Lord for His Word. We're done. Amen? Done! Amen! Come on, we're done. That's it! Boom! 12.04, I kept you late. Come on, stand up. There you go. Amen. That's a good, t- it was a great, it was a good message. Signs of the times. Next week, Mystery Babylon, your head will spin. Let's see what will happen. Amen? Let's pray together. Thank you for being here today. Let's pray, though, and let's, and let's exit respectfully, if you don't mind, unless you've got to go to work. We'd like to pray. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. And, Lord, I tried to take your word and break it down and make sense of it for these folk. And, Lord, I certainly, when I do that, can get it wrong. But I know one thing I got right, Lord, and that you gave these. I'm supposed to teach them. I'm supposed to try to help them understand that you're coming again. This world's not going to last. You're coming again. This world isn't everything. You're everything. And you love us. And you want us to spend eternity with you. So, Lord, I just thank you for the time and the Word. Lord, I pray above everything else that people today will absolutely make sure that if they die and when they die, they're going to go to heaven. I pray they'll make sure of that today. I pray they won't be playing the roulette wheel here today. I hope so. I pray, no, 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 no. I pray today, Lord, that every single person today or watching online or listening on radio, I pray today that every one of us will humble ourselves and put our faith, will turn from our ways, and we will turn to you and put our faith in you, Jesus. That's my prayer today. You're not willing that any should perish. That's what you said. And, Lord, I don't want any of these people to leave lost. And they don't have to. If they do, it will be their own volition. They, they, They chose to do it. Humble us right now, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. With heads bowed, I'd like to lead you in a prayer today where you can put your faith in Christ. You might say, I go to church, I'm a good person. Neither of those are going to get you to heaven. Both of those, you're still on your way to hell. The Bible says there's only one name given among men where you must be saved. That's the name of Jesus Christ. God had one son. It doesn't matter what somebody else says. It's a lie. It's not in the Bible, period. You're here today. You have the opportunity to put your faith in Christ. Would you turn from whatever it is that's hindering you or keeping you from Christ, and would you turn to Him today? Can I pray with you? Pray with me, would you? Right where you are, Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I am far from perfect. And I ask you to forgive me. And Lord, I want you to know, down deep in my gut, I put my faith and my trust in you, Jesus. I believe you are God's only Son. I believe you did die on a cross, and I believe believe you did raise up from the dead the third day. I do not understand it all. I don't. But Lord, I do believe you love me. I don't believe you made me like you did all the other creations. You made me special. And you came for me. And you came for me today, right inside this room. I don't want to leave here lost. I'm just not going to do it. So Lord, today I receive you. Best I know how. I believe in you and not myself, not some preacher, not some something I've done or a church. 
I put my faith in you, Jesus Christ. Come into my life and live through me. And I mean it. Down deep in my heart. In Jesus' name. Amen. With heads bowed, how many would lift a hand and say, Pastor Gary, I flat out, flat out, flat out.